Hop Talk and Aliens, the William Clear Podcast. There's only two women that can ignite my lightsaber that way. Shin Hottie, and of course the woman that you just heard introduce me. I am William Clear, this is Pop Talk and Aliens, ended as a podcast, and it is a Charlie Crabtree episode featuring Star Wars. Welcome, Charlie. Look, we got William Clear, Charles Crabtree, we're talking Ahsoka, we're going to be talking about Anakin, world between worlds, space whales, uh, cavalcade of Star Wars greatness. I've been working on, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I just want to. I just uh, hold. Uh, I just want to tell you that I, it, it was a ruse. It is not Charlie Crabtree. I, in fact, have Star Wars theory on uh, Star Wars theory. Because if you think <laughs> that this episode is a piece of shit, you're the piece of shit. Filoni haters out. <laughs> if you didn't like this episode, you hate George Lucas. You hate his guts. You want him gone. All right. Oh, anyway, listen good. to all of our podcasts. I've been watching a lot of Star Wars podcasts, like who you were just talking about there, your your buddy, Star Wars Theory. <laughs> yeah. Thor Skywalker. You know, you've got a great broadcast voice, Bill. The inflection. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, very articulate. I've noticed that I always come across as very mush mouthed. I so now I, this is my this new is. persona. Okay, this is my new podcast voice, and I hope you enjoy it. I I, I do enjoy it. I, I think there was absolutely nothing uh, wrong with your uh, previous voice. So it was uh, actually very entertaining. Uh, you you have I, I feel like a, a a wider range. Mush mouth, Bill. I'm a mush uh, mouth. Okay, that's okay. You know. But uh, I mean, you know, you can't go wrong with the great the Star Wars theory, three point three million two subscribers. Look, and as far as Thor Skywalker is concerned, Charlie, uh, you said my my buddy. I, I will tell you, I will shamelessly admit that, like a fucking sad teenage high schooler, I've been chasing that guy around trying to. I've literally talked to him a couple of times on Discord at length, and his wife. Uh, not well enough to know what his actual name is. Well, but uh, yeah. you know, yeah. maybe one of these days he will actually uh, join us. But we are, as promised, we we said we'd talk about Ahsoka probably after episode five because it was the big Dave Filoni episode, and we anticipated that there would be much to do, and there most certainly was. Charlie, a look. Let's just skip to the end. A plus plus. Cue the hot chick. Cue the hot chick. Bye, guys. And Star Wars Theory. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think, uh, honestly, look, you and I, uh, just to establish real quick, you and I, if anyone's who, obviously, who has listened to us talk about this shit before, know that we are uh, older and um, therefore a little more gentle. We, we like the prequels when they came out. We weren't all Gen X about that. We, we've liked things. We've sung the praises of things. We have certainly talked shit and made fun of a lot of the, the, the Disney stuff and even Lucas stuff. But we're, we always tend to be a little bit nicer. But I think that without hyperbole or, oh, I'm just so excited, that's the best thing Disney's made of Star Wars. Hands down. Yeah. And, like, we knew this one had hype. There was rumors that, like, they were showing it in a couple of movie theaters. Mm -hmm. We said on the last podcast, like, episode five is going to be a banger. This is going to be something really good. So the fact that um, it lived up to the hype and then still left you with that feeling 
like of breathlessness. Like I just in the moment, I was just like so happy as it was happening. Like in in the moment, just like this, it felt great to watch and see. So A plus job, Dave Dave Filoni, man. I genius. I love <laughs> I love that guy. I, I I I do too. And I and I don't care if if anyone has a problem with that. I think it's there's something about I was thinking about this today. It's like you can John Favreau is a great writer. Uh, obviously, he spearheaded Mando. He kind of ushered Dave Filoni into directing sure. live action yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. And his approach to how to do Star Wars was fantastic. But you cannot substitute the guy who learned from Lucas, who sat with him for ten fucking years, and just has that kind of imagination. It's, the it, Padawan is is now a Jedi Master. He is a Jedi Master. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. I, look, no, no one's shocked by this review that's listened to one second of our podcast together. I mean, we're fanboys. True. Absolutely. I mean, we're critical sometimes. We'll joke about stuff. I mean, you know, there, there's plenty of playback that proves that. But yes. ultimately, we're very supportive of, of this new universe, the Filoni-verse, if you will. Yes. Um, but this is this is a new high watermark. And, and and I do agree. If if you don't like this, like you're not like Star Wars isn't for you anymore. And just I guess you have two and a half movies that you can watch. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like yeah. you can watch all of Star Wars, you can watch all of the Empire Strikes Back and uh half of Return of the Jedi, and that there you go. There right. there's your seven or eight hours. Hey man, that's that you have. and that's good seven you. good for you. May the force be with you. Yes. That's seven or eight hours of, of, of complete and utter joy that cannot be taken away from you. You can always go back there. It's fine. But I, I, I completely agree with you. And the way you were talking about how you were so happy, uh, we talked a little bit before about how you told me that you had watched episode uh, four, the episode previous to this, with the fight with Balin and mm-hmm. fucking Merrick turned into be... Uh, a, a ball of smoke a, big, <laughs> a bag of hot air a bag of hot air <laughs> like all, like all of us people you know speculating and talking about who he is and who he's going to be connected to and it's going to be the, it's going to be the apprentice of vader versus the apprentice of anakin and like just wild conclusions and i'm i mean uh theories and they were everywhere and like feloni just like master jedi stroke bag of hot air all of you <laughs> yes. I, I, you're blowing smoke. How- You're literally blowing smoke. Blow- I, it, it's genius, right? Yeah. Like, there's no way he didn't have a sense that there would be buildup from that because he knows, sorry, sorry, because he knows <laughs> the fans of Star Wars so well and he's so in tune because he's a fan himself. He's a fan before he's a filmmaker, Bill, and that's what makes him different. Uh, there's your, you know, there's your soundbite. So, yeah. But it's true. Like he's so in the heads of where the fans are at that like, I, I think that it was purely deliberate and I, genius. You, you got to think because he like the name was similar to Starkiller and there was the Sam Witwer thing popped up when Sam Witwer played Starkiller and he was saying, oh, yeah, Dave talking about maybe putting him in a show one time. Uh, well, let me do my, my Sam Witwer since you're doing Star Wars Theory. All right. Sure. Dave talked about putting Starkiller into into an episode <laughs> of live action but you got to be careful when it 
it's, uh, it's probably a really sh- but the, the intensity. <laughs> I feel like I got the intensity. I feel like I got that. You know, it did it did? He, he's great, Sam Whitwer. But uh, what I I remember after that episode, you told me that you like immediately rewatched it. You watched it a bunch of times, as did I. I, the, I watched it three times that night. That night, right? Yeah, yeah. And I watched it like God probably every fucking night between. Yeah, I've only watched. I've still only watched this one twice. Also twice. I've watched the one the first night, and then I watched the next day. That was it. And but that is the ironic uh, ultimate compliment. Yeah, that's right. Because it's like, and 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 you said this, so I'll just uh, quote from you to prompt you that it's like. You know, we've known each other for 30, literally, literally 30 years. Uh, and I can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, when, when listening to music with Charlie, who is uh, a, a connoisseur beyond connoisseurs, uh, you know, the right song, the special songs do not just get played willy-nilly whenever you want. They're, they have to be, you know, have, the setting has to be right, the mood, all that stuff. You know, other songs, yeah, we'll put it on repeat. Go ahead. Right. Uh, but, and that was, uh, that's sort of your, how you described it. I just spoke for you, but you, no, that's no, you look, that, that's that, right. The show to me, this episode. Your favorite songs, you don't want to hear all the time. You don't want to wear them out. Right. You want to only have it when it's special, you know, at the, the, like you're saying, at the right time. Um, This episode is like that. And I'm kind of tempted to rip into it because. I don't know exactly what happened in the world between the worlds and the exact message. Like, I think I got, it's, it's elusive, right? Like I, yes. I kind of have this, I have the sense of it, but I don't know exactly. Like, is he really there? Is he a manifestation? Is she there physically? Is she there in her mind because she was there before? Is there continuity between the world of the worlds and the cart war between? world between worlds in the cartoon version versus this version what was the message exactly that anakin was teaching her i think i have a sense of it i definitely don't have it like down perfectly right so do you think and and that is true of me and many many people who are discussing it and but 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 to my surprise they are discussing it the way we used to discuss Star Wars, like as kids. Like, what do you, you know? Could you do this with the Force? Could you do that with the Force? Like th- those types of things. Uh, there's like a fucking Reddit thread about what was Anakin's lessons for Ahsoka, and it's on and on and on and on. It's just it's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of posts in there, and uh, nobody's really complaining about it. Do you feel that? that it served its purpose as, as is, or do you feel like it should have been? No, 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 it's, no, 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 perfect. Yeah. I I don't want to be hit over the head with stuff like that. And there is room for you to have your own interpretation. And I do feel certain they're not going to circle back and explain any of it. No, I don't think so either. I, I, that I, I entertained the thought of that initially, but uh, I, I've come to the same conclusion. I, I think we may see it again again for some reason, but it's not going to be, you know, let me just clarify the, uh, just in case you didn't understand the lesson. Like, By no, the way, no, what I was teaching you <laughs> in that last episode when you were in the world between worlds. Yeah. No, that's which, not which was, there's not enough time, Bill. No, like, there, there's not. Like Thrawn is not in the show yet. 
Yeah. Right. Like the, the big cameo that they've been posting everywhere. He's not going to make it till episode six. Mm -hmm. And then there's two episodes after that. Ahsoka is not in the next episode. I can all but guarantee it. Maybe in a half in the next one and a half after that. But like, I don't think we're going to see a ton of her until the movie. And we can get into to where we think it's going and stuff, but it was just this one moment in time. It explained her, what she had learned from him, why she's hesitant now, um, why she's fearful of really finally embracing like being a Jedi because she's afraid that she's going to become like that. Yeah. So that's that's why she's solemn. That's why she's Ahsoka the gray instead mm -hmm. of the white that she becomes. I'll let you rip into that, but um, it's it's really cool. It really gives context of her as a character, but then also more insight to Anakin. That is something that you texted me that I had not. Well, I, I thought about it, but it was one of those things where it's like, you know, it's like it's gone through my brain, but I hadn't processed it. Is that he furthered, not only was Anakin not fan service or any of that bullshit, uh, he, he not only furthered, you know, obviously very lengthy furthering of Ahsoka's story, but he also furthered Anakin's story. He gave you even sure. more to build on, on his, on his descent into the dark side. Absolutely. Yeah. And his redemption even. He, I think what was most telling was um, when he was talking to Ahsoka in the flashback and he's saying, Obi-Wan taught me that we needed to be keepers of the peace, but we have to adapt to the times mm -hmm. Ahsoka I'm training you to be a soldier basically to keep you alive. Yeah. Yeah. So he had, it's clear, like he was keeping a lot of the Jedi stuff, but he was also taking in this idea of keeping himself alive by being a great, great soldier. Right. And, and when immediately he was great at it and you know, he was the best during that war, right? He was the best Jedi. Yeah, they always put him in the hardest missions, and when they really needed the big win, it was Anakin. But the cost was he had to become a soldier, not a Jedi, in certain ways to do it. And her whole teaching, or him teaching her, and his whole childhood as well, was all during war times. So how are people that are supposed to embrace keepers of the peace that now have to become warriors ever not straying a little bit towards the dark side? And he right. was the best of them. So. You even uh, Balin in the previous episode, said, uh, uh, she's like, oh, he never mentioned you. Oh, I mean, everybody in the Order knew Anakin Skywalker. Fuck and, if he knows me or not. It's the, it, Everybody knows him. What is it, a legacy of death and destruction? But then he what tells her, yeah, he says, you and your master uh, are, you know, nothing, something, you, you've left a legacy of death and destruction. And then he, and he, and, he, and you know, obviously this is episode four, Balin is poking her about about the Anakin thing. He said, oh, your master turned to the dark side. Must have left a mark. No, you're going to leave me. You're just like you uh, abandoned him. You're going to abandon your friend. That, and I think that was part of Anakin's message too, was that like after she loses that fight, he's like, you're going to That's fucking... how she lost that fight though. She, he got into her head. Absolutely. And she Absolutely. could not like fully embrace her powers because there's times where she's clearly ahead in that fight and cannot commit to like that final thing. The yep. final level that it would take to beat him because her getting to there is blocked because she thinks if she does, she's becoming Anakin. Yeah. Becoming yeah. Darth Vader. Yeah. Yeah. Which is maybe now why that speech makes so much sense. Like live or die, you have to fight. Like you can't be in that fight with Balin 
half committed because you're afraid you're going to go evil if you go too far, right? Right. Otherwise, After, you're going to die. Yeah. Yes. And that she's, even in that fight, she's like fucking so concerned with getting that the goddamn map that, you know, she's yeah. like wielding one lightsaber. Well, I think she was wielding one lightsaber because he was the way he fought, whatever. But like, you know, she's, and then when uh, Sabine shows up, she's like, just destroy it, destroy it, you know? And, and, uh, she's willing to let Ezra just fucking die in the outer gal the second galaxy just in order to keep the peace. And Anakin, yeah. you know, like all of what you said, and the, because that's the thing is that he's taking her through like when he's, you know, like the, the golden boy, like Obi-Wan calls him in Revenge of the Sith. You're the poster boy of this war and all that to when she gets to that point, that you were just talking about, like Balin, you know, getting all in her face about Darth Vader. And she says to Anakin in the flashback, you know, you you were you, basically, she says what Balin said, death and destruction, right? When, he, when he's talking about legacy. And then he's like, oh, is that what this is about? And then because he's, and I believe that that was Anakin, some force manifestation of him, because he said yeah. things like when she said, uh, I won't fight you. He was like, I heard that. I've heard that before, which is a reference, obviously, to Luke in Return of the Jedi, which Ahsoka would not know. That's right. And so, back to the flashback, and then he, you know, he just becomes Vader, like to finish the lesson. Like, okay, that's is that what this is about? When I, when he first said that, when I first heard it, I thought he was like, oh, is that what this is about? Like, I turned into Darth Vader, so you're pissed at me. I think I that's, think what, that's what it means, right? Well, is I that think what he's that, saying? I think that's what he's saying, but I think he's also saying, is that what this is about for you? Yeah, th yes, that's what I mean. Right. Yes. You're going to turn, you're afraid of turning dark side. Yeah. That's, you're, that's you're what, afraid of passing on dark side to your pad to a So Padawan. that's why she, do you really, yeah, he says like, do you even really want a Padawan? Mm -hmm. Right? Like he, he, so that is what the lesson is then. Clearly. I, yeah. Yeah. I think so. But there's still room. Real there, time. There's still room, uh, and I, which I love that there's that there's still room for interpretation and, and further discussion of that lesson. It was it was great. It was like it was kind of like the Dagobah cave, but like not so fucking ambiguous and weird. You know what I mean? Like there was lessons for but sure. It was more. You know, it wasn't like you said. It was, they weren't hitting you over the head with it, but it was something. It was that. It was akin to that, but like going way deeper. And I thought. As opposed to some people, not everyone, not this is not the consensus, but some people have bitched a little bit about the uh, Clone Wars uh, presentation of it, saying that it would look uh, cost-effective because it all just cover everything in smoke and show a bunch of clones. But I've also heard people that even were saying that, like right after the episode, like change their mind and be like, "Oh no, you know what? It's I thought it looked perfect." Bill, I think the people saying that probably didn't watch the Clone Wars show. Yeah, exactly, because it was made to look exactly like it it was a cartoon it's like with the dust and the smoke and it's that yellow tint to it mm -hmm. there's there's probably a couple shots directly from uh the animated series that look exactly like that like they were going for that effect on purpose there was points where it almost looked purposely cartoonish right like the silhouettes of people kind of look extra rounded they they weren't i thought it was like not a liability. It was genius. Like I loved it when they did that. I was like actually fired up. Not like, wait a second, what's going on? I, I felt exactly the same, dude. I, I mean, it's like I, you, 
they they've shown in the series with the obviously they've spent a ton of fucking money. If they wanted to show you this Braveheart Clone Wars shots, they could have done that. They weren't doing it to fucking save money. They were doing it to for all of the reasons that you just said, and it worked. It's it was fucking great for that. And they're in a memory yeah. in a world between worlds. Right. There's a it, lot so going on. It's going to be yeah. hazy. <laughs> yeah. They're having conversations that, that, you know, he's he's in a battle that he wasn't actually at. So right. it's not. Right. It's not. Right. A, here's a historical depiction of what the Clone Wars looked like uh, right. you know, with 2023 technology. No, no. So. so. So, Bill, so were they physically there or not? Because, you know, there's a few things that tip that they are somewhere. And that something is physically happening instead of metaphysically happening. Right. Jason can hear the lightsabers. Mm -hmm. And all right, he's got, clearly he has uh, the gift. But then he's telling his mom, Hera, to listen, and she finally hears it too. So they, it's, they're not hearing like that projected from her head at the bottom of an ocean. Like... So that's, yeah, I still, I still don't know. And then there's the whole X-Wing thing that, you know, you can talk about, but like, they're very clear in the shot and then they focus on Jason again and then they're blurred and then they come clear again as if they're going through some kind of portal entrance or there's something where time and space is disrupted yeah, or something. No, but I, I mean, like clearly she, she went in there physically. I don't know. Or was she at the bottom of the ocean the whole time that that was happening? No, I don't. I don't. I think she, I, I think that she was, that she, okay. First of all, just real quickly about the Hera thing. I, I didn't notice this. Uh, today, the, um, I actually listened to that scene because I saw something where someone had posted that you, that we, I, I don't know if you caught this. I didn't, I never did. That if you listen, we can hear the lightsabers, but there's actually lightsaber sound effects going on when they're listening. The, the audience, like, are, I, I did not notice wait, that. Wait, 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 no, 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 explain that again. What are you saying? That there are, so when he says, you know, can you hear the lightsabers? And she's like, I can't. And then she's listening. Yeah. There is a brief, very quick sound, lightsaber Oh, no, no, yes. Effect. And she tilts her head and then she I, like. I didn't catch it. it. It wakes her up and she's like, send the, like, send the X-Wings or whatever. You're Do right, a scan. Right. Yeah. immediately she she falls into action so but so even we can hear it as the audience so like that that shit is going on i i mean i think with world between worlds i don't know dude i've heard you know even the, the very best of star wars podcasters trip themselves up on talking about that thing so physically and not physically i mean my the best way i could answer that would be that ezra in rebels when he first when we were first introduced to the world between worlds he got there by going to a specific Jedi temple. Like, he had, you know what I mean? So it was a physical, not necessarily phys the world between worlds was a physical place, but accessing it required him to go to a physical place. So my theory is just that this particular planet, because it is what Balin called the reflex point for them to build their witchcraft, yeah, is yet another obviously to... Some there's energy there. There's energy there. Something. That, yeah. There's something there for sure. And Anakin was able to pull her into that thing. And so is, you know, was she underwater for, was it, you know, five seconds for her, but a day for us type of thing because she was and wasn't, but it was going on. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think we are left to discuss that. 
But it definitely was not a fucking dream. No. Or or even just a vision. Like some shit was happening. Uh, They're they're telling us. I can hear lightsabers. Oh, for sure. You can hear Ahsoka dreaming. No, I can hear fucking lightsabers. (laughs) Yes, that's right. That's right. The goddamn X wings are blurring over the goddamn ocean. Chopper's saying, "Get lower." Well, also they can't find her, and they are searching Mm -hmm. in the water because, like, I would think, like, if they're if their ships can span the furthest reaches of space, they could go 300 feet up below the surface of the water. Okay. So like, yeah. it's not like, Oh, no, our sensors won't go down that far. It's like, no, those things like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Char- charting star, like stars right. across yeah. the galaxy. She's not there. Yeah, and then she's there. True. And then she is there. And uh, uh, side note, you know, who pull, uh, is the one who pulls her onto the ship? Is uh, Brendan Wayne, the uh, the Mando, John John Wayne's grandson? John, oh yeah, all right. He, he's the X wing pilot. He's one of the X wing pilots. That's very cool. Yeah, M- Mando appearing in someone else's show yet again. Well, not really. You know, come on. No, it's great. No, I think no, it's not, no, hatred. No, that's making a stupid joke. It's a shitty joke. That's good. <laughs> it's good. I I love that uh, that he got to get some uh, FaceTime on camera. Uh, you know. Not just walking around his inside Mando suit. Inside really Mando. good episode, Bill. Yeah, I'm still thinking about it. I I feel like maybe I'll watch it again after this and see if it shakes a few more things loose. Because I think know, there's still more there to the conversation of of what happened between them. Yes, like she's hesitant, not fully embracing her power because she's afraid of her power. She's going to turn into him. That seems to be the main thing, but I I think there's more in there. I think there is too. I think there's a, I think there's a lot. I think there's more about him, too, and and his ability to, you know, even in the force, like turn to the dark side, at least if nothing else, to show her, just to show her, because he's not like it's not like he freaked out and got so fucking mad that he turned into Darth Vader. He was like, no, all right, all right okay, okay, you've learned nothing. I gave you a choice live or die now red lightsaber you want to go yeah. down that path we're going to talk you to talk about me becoming darth vader then okay you're going to fight me as darth that. vader yeah and by the way hayden christensen what a fucking home run <clears throat> for that guy he killed it you know it, it, i go back to um I, I think it was uh ewan mcgregor talking to him like people <laughs> will appreciate it later Right. Yeah. Wasn't it him who told Hayden Christensen uh, that, or I maybe think it, was it was Lucas, Lucas. It was Lucas that told yeah. them, but like he was not beloved. No, when those movies had come, I mean, it pretty much like I don't know if it derailed his career, but like it impacted it in a in a negative way. He was not loved, and uh, no. Clone Wars kind of made that character time because like the next generation has grown up and they grew up with those. So there's a whole fan base that liked it that can type about it now. There wasn't then because it was mostly kids, I guess, that liked it. Yeah. Um, and then the Clone Wars cartoon like really like made that character more believable, and it it really did help paint the backstory of him, filled in some of the gaps that Lucas rushed through that he shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Like his turn to the dark side was so damn fast, right? It looked like it took 15 minutes. Um. But now he gets to come back in like an awesome part and like people are loving it. So like, it's like he finally gets his day. 
he he really I does. was so happy for him same right? like same so happy to see him and like I knew the reaction was going to be great and like people were going to be saying great things about it I, it's like probably feels like some level of redemption for him I would guess I yeah well I mean I saw an interview with him that he you know he went to celebration right before Obi-Wan came out and I think they premiered the first two episodes there so he got to watch it with like this massive crowd and I remember him saying something like you know the moral of the of the story is patience be, be wow. patient because he was talking about Lucas telling him you know in 10 years these kids are going to grow up and they're you know you're going to be the Luke Skywalker to them and not only, I mean, wow. it was cool. It was awesome to see him in, in Obi-Wan, but it was a little weird. Like they didn't de-age him. And he had the one scene as Anakin when he's fighting with Obi-Wan, but he's like that Anakin, right? He's just like that Attack of the Clones Anakin. He did it perfectly. And then he got the, the great scene where he's going back and we're, we're, well, he's not going back and forth. He just is Darth Vader, but you get to see half, half his face and all that. But right. in this one, he got to stretch it out and be like that that Anakin that we didn't ever see in the movies that they yeah. saw in the Clone Wars that kind of jokes around and he's like in the middle of a I, war. And I like that Anakin better, to be, to be fair. <laughs> Dude, that Anakin, cause, but the, they, we never got to see that Anakin because he's always with Obi-Wan. He's always like, or he's with Padme. So he's like doing one or the other things or he's like talking to the council and they're, they're fucking with him all the time. Right. So he's always right. in these like the, this specific set of circumstances or Palpatine, right? He's like right. kind of running around this, this the merry-go-round of different, I'm acting like this with this person. And in this one, and, and like you said, like this came from the Clone Wars cartoon from Filoni. He's just fucking being himself. Obi-Wan's yeah. not around. Mace Windu's not around. There's nobody. Right. Palpatine. Even Padme. He's just hanging out with his Padawan, fighting a war. There's dead clones around him and he's like making jokes. He's like, what, 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 do you, what, do you, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Be more serious. Right. <laughs> you know, that's Yeah, you so see what great. happens when he gets too serious, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then like, well, later in that very scene when he starts walking away, the, the, he flickers into Darth Vader real quick in her in her eyes. That's the best scene of the whole show. It's my favorite scene of the whole thing. Uh, same. He was Vader that whole time, or partially. Yeah. That's the tip off that like for him to be that, the poster boy of the war, he had to take on aspects of Darth Vader to keep himself alive. And you know, not not to to dive too deep into War is hell, Bill. War is, war is hell. So there's dead clones all over the place. Think of the things he's seen since he was a child into like his young twenties. Nothing but war, destruction, <laughs> dead clones all the time, everywhere. The viper pits of Geonosis. Oh my Bill. god. The smell. The smell of that battle, Charlie. The death. The animals. Rotting yeah. in the sun. Oh, oh and, the, and the, the dead the, Jedi face, <laughs> face down in the sand and Geonosis. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I mean, like, there's, there's, you just don't go through your adolescence being in that the whole time, and it doesn't impact you. Right. And then, meanwhile, the stuff that from the movies of him, like, you know, you cannot go see your mother because you're too fucking attached. What? Right. You no. Know, Except but, to see her die. Which and, and and also, I mean, that's uh, that's you know, he's doing that on uh, Padme's uh, watch. Right. Yeah. Oh no. All right. Well, I'm going to Tatooine. Are yeah. you coming? So that and you know, not not to delve too deep into the Clone Wars, but just they they also another thing that's great about that series is that they show 
other elements like that of him. Like when he meets Tarkin, there's like a, a couple episodes where he's hanging out with Tarkin and he's like kind of buying into his yep. ideas about, and they're not like, you know, it's not like the empire propaganda. He's just talking about like how you got to orchestrate a war and you got to kind of like, you know, bend this rule and that rule. Okay. Jedi code. I get it. But there's this happening. And Anakin's like, yeah, I kind of dig this guy a little bit. Yeah, the, the Jedi code is not very practical for like an intergalactic war that's happening. <laughs> right. And, but that, you know, they, they decided that they had, that they were going to participate. And so he participated in full. To the point of them losing their ability to properly use the force. Right. 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 It, that's what ran them into the ground. So I don't know it. I, I, maybe I have considered that before, but it did make me look at the Anakin character different. He's been part Darth Vader this whole, like the whole time. It wasn't this 45 minutes of, of uh, a movie. No, yeah, trying, I think trying I, to save Padme. Right, right, right. No, no. The killing the sand people, you know, cutting off Dooku's head, uh, and then, but yeah, just like philosophically, even just the way he's talking about. Even in this show, the next scene when she's at the siege of Mandalore, which also, God, imagine the horror of that. Uh, she, he says, you know, oh, I wasn't at. I don't remember this war because he wasn't there. And uh, that's when he says, he's like, I think almost feels like he's done with the lesson. He says, you're, you're a great warrior. And uh, you, know, you, did, you did good. And that's when she starts in about him turning evil. And that's when he's like, oh, okay. I, we still got more to go here. They haven't learned. Yeah. So he thinks that's like, right. okay, you got it. You're a warrior. He calls her a warrior. And he's like, oh, death and destruction. Right. Okay. Well, lesson number two, red lightsaber. <laughs> The, and the lesson that she needed. The That's lesson that, that she was. needed, yeah. yeah. And she even either got Sith eyes or it's just the symbolic reflection of his lightsaber in her eyes. That's debatable too. But she was like enveloped in the dark side. I, I, I think that point was is that she got to that point and didn't yes. go over it. Oh, right. And didn't turn. And that's yeah. when he... To be able him. to beat him and yeah, it would... Although I don't know, like it's a force manifestation of him teaching her a lesson. So is that really like him fighting with all he's got or not? But no, 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 no. I, yeah. I think, I think he's, he's, <laughs> she needed to do enough though to, to yes. get to, I mean, you can't beat Anakin in a lightsaber duel without full control and command of like your powers. Right. Yeah. I think he's giving her enough to, to pass the, to pass or fail the test. You know, but no more. Like if he just so was failing, well, like, did she fail in two you. ways? Okay. So she gets the upper hand, puts the lightsaber to his neck and I choose to live. Yeah. Or was it that like, he was going to like fail that way by killing him, but then also fail by dying yourself because you weren't willing to go far enough to beat him. Is it both? Oh. Like fuck around. And not commit yeah. to this. And like Darth Vader's going to kill you for sure. <laughs> right. But then also harness all your powers and get the upper hand, but then also get to the point where you can kill him, but you don't. Yeah. I think, I think both, but I think he also knew that, okay, like I've given her these lessons. I've told her these things, not enough. I'm going to ratchet up a notch and give her just enough to where she gets to the point where, you know, she technically could kill me. She's not going to like he he knows that he's trying to tell her that the whole time. 
Like you're not going to turn dark. You're not going to kill your fucking master. Do what you need to do. Live. Well, I mean, he says like everything I learned from my master and then you're going to learn everything from me. And she's like, well, some of that shit I don't want to learn. Right. He went evil. So I wonder if he even, he realizes what it is until it happens in real time. Is he adapting to the lesson or what her problem is? Like, did he show up there to teach her specifically knowing in advance what the full thing was? Or was it like, the hell are you doing here? You just lost. He's kind of finding out in real time and then adapting his teaching to that. Or I think that I'll tell you why I think that is totally true is because in the previous episode, when she shows up, he goes, I, I didn't expect to see you so soon, which is kind of an ambiguous line. But I think it also means that he, like, I think is all is learning. He is teaching her and he's learning from how she reacts to what he's teaching of like what he needs to do next. <laughs> like it's not, yeah, it's not, he didn't have like a syllabus ready to go. All right. Like when well, she gets here, I'm going to do this and I'll turn into Vader and then lesson over. Th so, so then, the, so then confusing once again. I didn't expect to see you here again so soon. The last time they saw each other there, he was he didn't, say, he didn't say again. He just says, I, I didn't expect here. to see you so soon. So is that just limbo? Everyone goes there when they die? Is that what they're saying? I think that, I think, my, I think. That Everybody the, goes between the world, between worlds. I think Jedi die. do. I think that that's kind of maybe like they're, they're when, you know, when they're not tooling around as force ghosts talking to people, that's like where they chill and they can just be everywhere all the time. Because the last time portal, that, you go to that portal, the last time they saw each other, it was there for her right? for the for the very last time, both of them. But he he wasn't in there though. He didn't even know what happened to her. We're talking now about Rebels, the cartoon, right? When she fights him, that's right. And but Ezra, she fights him there, and then she leaves there. But no, that's she, the she fights him on Malachor, and then seasons go by. Then aren't Ezra they in goes there together. No. Oh, Ezra's in there and grabs yes. her out of the mouth. That's what is throwing me off. Right, okay, right. Thank you. Well, I mean, it's not, it's, you know, the world, again, the world between worlds is not. Uh, He's viewing it from there. She's not fighting him in there. She, yes. Ezra is seeing it. He pulls her out. Darth Vader's like, what the fuck? And then she's in there. And so then, Darth Vader never was in the world between worlds. No. Not until now that we've seen. I mean, it might, he might have started hanging out you in there immediately time, after Bill, he died. I had remembered that they were in there, so you, that that that's helpful. Well, it gets super convoluted, dude, because Palpatine, like like Thrawn, and this may come up in the show in the cartoon. I think like Thrawn builds some sort of like simulate. I can't fucking remember exactly, but like some sort of thing that like mimics how you get in there because Palpatine shows up and he's like trying to force pull them into his portal but he can't get in and ahsoka and ezra are running away and she's like get the fuck out of here and he's like come with me and she's like i'm not coming with you i don't uh -huh. belong in your time i don't belong with you it's not time travel i have to go back to malachor where i just was thanks for saving me though and yeah and then you get the fuck out of here because otherwise palpatine's gonna but then vader's in. not there anymore when she goes back right the but the bird is the morai God, I was pretty sure they were both fighting an infinite battle for the rest of time in the world no. between worlds. No, no, no. I mean, you could look at the world between worlds like that. Again, if you want to keep, you could keep fucking slipping into that thing 
you know, a thousand kisses deep, dude, with with uh, when it comes to that place. So you could say that it's like that uh, that old Star Trek episode where the guy's just fighting himself until the end of time. <laughs> I, I hope we don't see the world between worlds again. I I also it's enough. That. Yes, perfect. I, I agree. Perfect served its purpose. And, mm. and sad to say, we don't need to see Anakin again. I mean, I, look, I, I love Anakin, and I wouldn't mind it. His purpose for being there was there. Any more than that, does it start feeling like fan service? Type right. Of thing? Uh, absolutely. If if story uh, requires it, fine. I I don't. We don't need to see him just for one last. We we got the one last. You know, it was awesome. all right. So there's three more episodes. Yeah. Next episode is all Thrawn. Then you won't see Ahsoka. She'll mix in a little bit, but. We know that there has to be some level of a cliffhanger because there's a movie that's going to finish wherever this leaves off, right? It's going to bring all the universes together. Right. Um, what happens for the rest of this show? I think 100% you're right on the next episode is Thrawn, 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 because especially for people who don't haven't watched the shows or read the billion books about him, uh, he's new. So we're yeah. going to have to get a whole thing about him. And then we're going to have to get him, the witch, uh, Balin. You find out what, like, what, what's Balin's uh, cut in all this? You know, what's he getting out of it? So, yeah, I think next episode is villains. That's it. Villains, the new yeah. galaxy, villains, Thrawn, Thrawn, Thrawn. And then, like you said before, you know, the next two episodes, it's some Ahsoka. But, yeah, I, th- th- there's probably... Does Sabine take up with them? I mean, I know she's just yeah. there for Ezra, but then along the way, is she going to end up getting turned? No, nah, I don't think so. I think Sabine will redeem herself in some capacity because she kind of fucked up a lot with what she did. Not even kind of. Completely. I mean, well, I'm just being nice because I like her. But yeah, she fucked up royally. It's a horrible, mm. horrible decision to just, you know, but, you know, it's nice to see her holding hands with Shinhadi. But uh, uh, that, that's fan I mean, service. But no, she came in and her being a distraction and then not just immediately blowing that thing up. Also, it was kind of what got Ahsoka almost killed. Yes. Or killed. So like, and then still didn't do what she was asking. Yeah. yeah even being so like, like, I don't know. Is there any re- You should do as your master she, says. Is, yeah. And she time and time again doesn't. Bad things happen every time to the point of her master. Maybe she died. She's. What she's died like three times already, so it's the third time. Well, it's okay, but um, getting her killed and then they're g- gonna come back and be like, "I'm sorry." No, I, th- I, 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 I don't. There's no know, redemption. Dude. Like, is she gonna be the Padawan again? All right, I accept it. I'm ready to finally teach you. Is is, is that gonna happen? I don't know where they're gonna go with that. I and really I'm, don't. I'm finally ready to teach you, and I'm finally ready to learn. No, she already said like, that. She that literally said, "I'm ready." She literally showed up in, in the, like the second. Or yeah, third but she wasn't episode. ready. I know, but she. But they. I'm just saying that, like, you can't. You can't have a. I know. I said I was ready before, but I'm really ready. Like, he's, I can't see Filoni doing that. There's got to be some turn. Something's gonna happen with her that is, uh, it, hopefully unexpected. Mean, meanwhile, Jason's right there. Young still, not yeah. too old for his training. Like, oh, there's yeah. your Jedi. Guy's showing signs like fucking nobody's business. Dude. Saved her life with He's the like, force? Yeah. yeah. Come on. Dude. You want to train her? 
who literally has the worst force ability of anyone that uh, Hun Yang has ever met that was training to be a Jedi. And like, how old is that robot at this point? He's thousands of years thousands old. Of year, that robot is thousands of years old. <laughs> the robot. Yes, he was in Clone Wars. He was in, uh, I think, Rebels, maybe. Like, the, the fucker's been around since the dawn of the Jedi. That's right. And he's never seen anyone worse than Sabine. That, like, I mean, not And ever. she doesn't listen and almost got her killed and compromised the mission and put them in a position to where maybe they would never find Ezra again. Like, just nothing she's done has worked or been good. Uh, I hope they don't redeem her. I hope she goes bad. I hope she goes evil. Uh, I, I, I don't want to see her go bad, but I, I can't tell you, I, I can't put my mind around what I do want to happen, which makes well, it very exciting. They've been talking for five episodes about Ezra. So are they going to show up and you're like, nope, he's dead. Like, oh, no. well, for nothing, but here's Thrawn. No. So, no. Like, he'll, he'll, so he'll. that's going to take a lot of time to introduce Ezra because he's going to have to play a bigger role probably in the movie. Same with Thrawn. So it's going to be a lot of them. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll see Ahsoka, but not very much more. Uh, yeah, Hera I, and her will not see each other again. They nope. did the Star Wars goodbye. May the Force be with you. Like, ah, fuck. Oh, you're right. They never see each because other again. Because you think Ahsoka's going to die in the movie, yeah? For sure. So that would 100%. be the, the last She's Ahsoka the White her. now. Yeah. She's free of thinking and calculation. She's ready to just follow her destiny wherever that is going to lead her. Yeah. She's not over-controlling it anymore. I don't know where we're going. Let's jump in that whale's mouth and we'll get close enough. It'll take us somewhere. It's better than nowhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then like all the good Jedis, especially in her lineage, they, they die a sacrificial death. That's true. Luke. Luke sacrificed himself, whether you like it or not. In last Jedi. For sure. hundred percent. 100. Obi-Wan. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Vader. Vader. Yep. Sacrifice himself. So through the Emperor yep. down the thing. Uh, uh, Qui-Gon, no. Coward's death. <laughs> well, not a coward's death. The guy died from the fucking galactic... Yoda was the coward's ankle. death. Yoda yeah. was the coward's death. Qui-Gon yeah. died from what, uh, to a Jedi, to you or me, would be a sprained ankle. That's you, right. You hear about Charlie? He died in a fight. How? Yeah, sprained ankle. Dead. He, dude, this guy kicked him. He fucking tripped. He sprained his ankle. He died. What do you mean he sprained <laughs> his ankle and he died? Well, I Who mean, he got that? stabbed to the guts with the lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, nobody dies from that. What are you talking about? He died. What, what the f was, did he carve him up or anything? Or was it just a straight stab and pull? No, stab and stab pull. and pull. Stab and Cauterized pull. Cauterized in everything. Perfect cauterization. Oh, it was clean God. cut. Dude, that's outpatient surgery. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah. No, the, the poor Qui Gon. But, you know, uh, uh, Star Wars theory, Charlie, of all people who who really hates the stabs to the guts and all that stuff. And yeah, me too. But he yeah. also, he even he said, he, and he did frame it. Like, look, I'm not like, I, I know I'm coming off like, uh, I, I just riding the guy, but fucking most of the time I can't, I can't deal with what he's talking about. But I, I do like him as a fan. I think he's, he's, he's a great fan. He's good for the community and all that shit when he's. Star Wars theory? Yeah, I love that guy. No, I mean I do right. love him. I'm just saying that there's times I, like I'm not try, I'm not I like keep referring to him like I'm one of those people that like just tries to ride his coattails. There are many oh, people I like see. that, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, but he did. He was saying like he made this quick video about 
maybe the the different the Sabine getting stabbed in the side versus, and he was saying, "Look, dude, I'm just this is how I'm keeping myself like this is how yeah. I sleep at night, that, right? I, like right. I don't fucking right. agree with it. I hate it." He's like, "Darn!" Then he showed a picture of like Qui Gon stabbed right in the middle, like spine perfect, severing. Per, yeah, spine severing. He's like, severs the spine. He sticks it in there. He fucking holds it cooks him he's cooking the organs for a little bit really boiling it up and then just fucking shreds it back out like uh-huh. if you're gonna stab someone with a lightsaber that is how you do it and yeah. quick poke to off to the side just just took out her appendix <laughs> right exactly yeah it's a free, all right free appendectomy a sprained ankle of the jedi fine no 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 it's not it's not it was stupid that 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 is one of my only complaints about the show was that she, that, that, and, uh, I mean, I don't know if I have any other ones, to be honest. I know you don't like space whales, you know? They look cool. I I didn't like them in the cartoon. I did like, look, man, whales that can survive in space, fine. Whales that can float around in an atmosphere, fine. Both, fuck off. (laughs) And then also hyperspace, get the fuck out of here. Too much. Yeah, it's I mean, too I, much. I, 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 I can't. I it's don't. It's fine. Look, look. I can suspend disbelief enough. Like, well, they, they convert oxygen into helium, and their bodies <laughs> do that. And then their their skin is so thick, like the the thing that uh, swallows the Millennium Falcon, right? Right. Like, fine. They're space tardigrades, but like, nice. I don't know. It, it's cool. They look. No, nah, it's fine, dude. It's fine. I don't, I'm not. I'm not like a huge fan of them. I. I do. I'm not going to shit on an episode just because of that. It, they're yeah. not my favorite because it, it takes me out of it. Because I'm like, how does this work? Right. No, no, no I, wings, I, but they just float around. I mean, they. I. I. They didn't bother me. Now I'm not like a f- big fan of it. It's like whatever. Okay, fine. There are means to an end. Literally. Literally. I will say that when I watched Rebels and they showed up, I was like. What the fuck? See? They were yeah. like eating fuel and stuff. Like, wh- what? But it's like, okay, by the, if you, you made him look, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, I, I accept it, whatever. It's fine. Like, again, like, just like you just said, like, I'm not going to shit on the greatest goddamn thing that Disney has finally produced in, what is, what are we what, at? 11 listen, years with just because of space whales. Bill, this episode for me is a 9.5, and that 0.5 is three minutes too much of whales that could have been applied to Anakin. That's yeah, it. Yeah, fair. Maybe fair. even two minutes, even 60 seconds difference. Fair. It makes it a 10 out of 10. That I, uh, I Okay, yeah. I, I don't expect any of the other episodes to be... I, I bet they're going to be great. Filoni, like any time like we've even half doubted him, despite being the fanboys we are, he always pulls it out and we're always like, dude, that guy's so good. And time and time yeah. again, we we have gotten to points where we're doubting him. Yes, the seventh the season fucking of side Wars. missions. Why are we spending so much time on these people? Can we get to the story? And then he does, and it it all pays off. He pulls off the magic trick every time. Yeah, I mean, um, it, so he will. We in this and and this season so far, in, in certainly to me, even if you know the first episodes were a little slow or whatever, like I thought they were fine. Um, we needed to see no, that, that stuff. Great. It makes sense yeah. later. You know, it's a whole story. I wish it was a movie because I, I think it does get kind of, we carve it up by episode and it's like, well, but if you think back on this, this makes God, sense. That last episode, I wish it was, there was a movie around it. Oh, 
I, I, I can't wait to see. Why can't that have been the sequels, right? Like, oh my God. See, I just think follow it, that story and that dude, stuff. I know. I know, man. I, I look, I have said nice things about the sequels on this podcast many times. Everyone who's listened knows that, but I've, I've also maintained that like, I am by no means like in love with them. Uh, you might, uh, Ryan, uh, my, my son said that, uh, he, he doesn't, so I'm going to use the word just first time, only time this episode. I don't really consider them Canon at this point. Wow. Yeah. He was just like, he's like, they're, 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 they're stories. Look at Lair and Chewbacca are there. Yeah, but no, no, he, he said, he, he said that they're, they're like add-ons. They're like, you know, bonus tracks. It's like, you can go watch these guys in other adventures. It's like, like the legends books. Yeah. Okay. Did it happen? Did it not happen? I don't know. But he considers this canon, but not that. Yes. We were talking about I how, like, like this that. is That's the cool. sequel. These are the sequels because this is the continuation directly of the story that was happening. It's not just making up some new shit that was just like the old shit. Oh, a new yeah. a new Death Star, a new a new villain, a new this, a new person who lives in the desert with force powers. And right. there we go. And right. here's, here's right. Luke, and he's drinking right. green milk now out of a tit. You know, it's <laughs> like it's it's a continuation of the story. So like Anakin coming into it, furthest thing from fan service, it's a continuation of not only of Ahsoka's story through him, but even of his own, like you said at, at the top. Even of his wow. own story is continuing in that. Sure. I and his direct lineage is more Ahsoka than it is Luke. That's a little of both, but you know what I mean. Yeah, but no, but he certainly closer to Ahsoka than probably anyone, but like maybe Padme. Yeah, closer than Obi Wan. Like he tr in the in that cartoon and stuff. Like he trusted her more than he did him. Of course, yeah, because he knew that. Yeah, he had yeah. That, the whole big brother, the, the whole brother big brother complex with Obi Wan the whole time. Totally, and. uh so yeah, this and, is, and the, the they they've said it somewhere like the, the worst master he could have had for who he was as a person was Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah, uh, yes. It and uh, that that there's a clip somewhere of Dave Filoni talking about that. I, and I know you've seen it. I think we've probably talked about it before, but of him talking about the whole like if Qui Gon hasn't doesn't die, Anakin probably doesn't go to the dark side. Oh yeah, totally. You know. Yeah, yeah, totally. Which, eh, you know, going back to the stab, it's sort of like the Force made him die, too, because the, the, the Force willed. Anakin had to become the Chosen One, and he had to become the Chosen One. Certain things had to happen. And yep. uh, if Qui-Gon's there, he's going to fuck it all up. That Force is a fickle mofo, buddy. Very hard to understand. Cosmic Force, the Living Force, all of that. Hey, this episode was fantastic. Buddy, I'm going to go uh, watch it again. Uh... You know, it, it 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 was. I saw. I the second time I watched it, I liked it even better, which I did not think. Uh, I, I could have liked it better. And the reason I, I, I ten out of tens and stuff for me. I'm dude. I'm like I'm fucking worthless. Like when it comes to that kind of stuff. <laughs> You're ten out of ten. I'm always on episode four. Ten. On episode three, the one where she was climbing on the ship, I was already ten out of ten. And you know, it's like, yeah, where do you where do you go for if you're just rating that ten out of ten? But. For me, it's because I, I can't think of Star Wars even sort of in those terms. Because it's like, for me, if you cap something, this I'm an idiot, but like you cap it at 10. 
Yeah. The Terrapin Station is a 10 right, <laughs> on the song. Uh, well, then the, that there's other 10s, but they're not fucking Terrapin Station. Like you, 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 you know yeah, I, mean? I see it's what like, you're saying. So it's like I, to me, it's like well, the, in terms of a perfect of Star five Wars, out of five movie, right? Like yeah, there's there is a better five out of five or a ten out of ten movie than another ten out of. I don't know. Well, I don't know. It's just like it's it's like me saying it can't get any better than that. But yeah, it 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 really just comes down to Star Wars because it's like Star Wars just exists in a different place for me. I, it's a different kind of experience that I have, and when it's at its best, or even when it's really good, look. When you and I walked out of Attack of the Clones, Attack of the Clones, yeah. first viewing, I declared that it was better than Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> you did not. Yes, I did. You don't remember that? In I the, know. I was, I, I, if I knew it, I purposely wiped it from my brain so I could still respect you. You laughed your ass off, dude. I we were, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we saw Attack of the Clones four times on opening day. The first showing <laughs> at midnight... We then, were sleeping in the theater. Yeah, the next morning, and then, yeah. and then like three times during the day. I think we did sleep between. We didn't do the thing we did with Revenge of the Sith with the Moss Eisley showing at three a.m. <laughs> that was the best. That was the best. Worst showing of all time. <laughs> just people lying across chair, like all the arms up and just lying <laughs> across like five chairs. Yeah. That was the best. People fucking snoring, but just loving it, <laughs> like having cool. the best sleep of their life. The but, Moss Eisley people. <laughs> That's what you called it. I remember we're uh, three in the morning. We just saw a t a Revenge of the Sith. We're, we're blown away. We can't even think. And then it's like, well, we got the 3 a.m., 3.15 a.m. showing. And then we go in there and it's like half the theater. And it's, yeah. And then there's people just sprawled out all over the place. <laughs> you lean over to me and you're all, dude, this is the fucking Moss Eisley showing. <laughs> but after, after clones, we saw it. We, the next morning, we go to see our next showing of four. I walk into the pack movie theater. I'm standing next to you, and I said out loud, this movie's better than Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> like, out loud. And some you guy's like, oh, my so God. Others would hear it. <laughs> and then you were just like, oh, Jesus. You were probably I mean, messing around a little bit, too. I was kind of messing around, but I did love, you know, I probably gave it a 10 out of 10 at the time. Later to retract down much lower i i yeah. whatever that i give this episode I, I can't give you a number but it's it, it is to me again the best thing that disney star wars has done yes and, yeah th there you go i can agree to that 100 percent. and you know how much i love rogue one i love andor there is so much of mando that i love one I of question my... if you didn't if you didn't watch the clones cartoon would you think uh would you think that and rebels like if you had not totally gotten on board with the feloni verse right and watched all the cartoons would you think that way because like to us this is like the culmination of like fucking hours of story hours yeah. and hours and hours and hours and right. hours of backstory context who this person is who she is with him why she leaves we have a sense of why she's checked out from the force we saw her leave the force or being a jedi i mean mm -hmm. um i mean how many hours how many episodes and hours of clone wars is there and then um 
her in Rebels and these characters in Rebels. Yeah, would, I mean, she's you not would in not Rebels feel that ton, way, right? But she she is in it. She is uh, very very fucking important when she is in it. When she is, it's like yeah, it's the it's the highlight. How many episodes was that? Because that show that's just a lot of so, fucking. All right, so let's just say there's twenty hours, right? Oh yeah. Easily. Yeah, let's just say I know there's okay. more. I think I've seen like 39 hours or something like that or whatever. Okay. So yeah, um, 20 hours at sure. Let's say there's 20, 25 hours. If you have yeah. not seen that 20, 25 hours, do you give a shit? But but you have seen the prequels. I can only give you this uh No, the answer is no. No, I I know you I mean, am I gonna think it's like the best Disney Star Wars? No, no, not at all. No, because yeah, I don't ha- I don't have the 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 context of all that. Like that's not gonna the weight of her seeing her master that she's got all these these issues about, and us knowing everything that you just talked about, and then seeing them together in flashbacks of what we've seen in this new context. Like yeah, that's gonna hit. It's gonna be this, like that is the end of that story. This episode is the end of that story. And she becomes Ahsoka the White, and now she's gone on from that. Right. It is the uh, yeah. It's and the and end now of that it's story. her story. It's her story now, moving yeah. forward. Yeah. No, I mean, I, in terms of entertainment, I can I can the only example I can give you is like like my mom has watched all the movies, never watched a second of animation, isn't going to. Right. D- wasn't really all that much on board first couple episodes. It was like, yeah, it's you know, it's it's. It's not bad. It's not, I'll keep going. It w- definitely was getting into these these last episodes, but also says like she'll text me be like I don't understand half of that. It was really good though. These like the last two, she was like, I remember her texting me like that was good. That episode was good after the episode four. And but then she doesn't one, have all the context, so it was cool. It was well done. Ahsoka is an interesting, likable character, but it isn't like it doesn't feel like a you know, main story, Star Wars, a continuation of the actual, right. The lineage. Ju- yeah. She's of Yoda just getting to know them. And if you think about episode four, episode four, doesn't delve all that much into any of that stuff. It's all about what's happening now. There's a lot of Balin. There's a lot of witch. There's a lot of like, this story is happening right now and it's picking up and it's moving. So it's like, okay, cool. I'm into this. Oh, Anakin. Wow. That's, that's, that's a trip. And then this episode comes and she was like, you know, you're going to need to explain some things to me. It it feels like podcast. the the thank you for being a part of that whole ride type of thing. Yeah. And you know what, dude, I think it's, I I am happy that like those fans that grew up with that stuff get get this moment in live action too. Just in, you and I are different. Like, Like I keep saying, you know, like we've, we tend to enjoy all of it on some level, even if it's kind of garbage, it's like, we still have fun with it. Rise of Skywalker. We, yeah. is it a good movie? Objectively? Yeah. yeah I like I mean, it. You know, it's but, fine. but we, even for all its flaws, we had, we had a fucking great time just riffing on. Oh, there's the so Sith many great Eternal moments in that. Yeah. And, come on, know. dude. There's no, so many good moments in those. So Charlie, yeah, my, I, my, 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 I want to apologize for liking those. No, I, I don't apologize. I, I listen, one of my, most guiltiest pleasures ever is fucking stupid rise of skywalker yeah like i enjoy good. that movie i know yes i understand fundamental flaws whatever i get it i still enjoy it yeah of course it's fun but 
Uh, for for this, it's just yeah, it's, a, it's it's a different level. It's the continuation of of the story that we know, and you know, like you said, if you watch the Clone Wars, if you watch all that stuff, it's fucking, it's just epic. It's beautiful Star Wars. Yeah, we're we're beyond the Lucas. Tr- I I feel like that this episode is some kind of dividing line. Like this is we're beyond the George Lucas Star Wars because there's still bits of it, and he did start Clone Wars, so technically he's a part of all this too. But you and I have talked about it he likely got more and more checked out of it. He helped launch it, make sure it was on the right track. And probably it became more and more and more Filoni's thing. Yeah. Yeah. Especially by the time you get to like uh, the final season. Right. Well, yeah. And then the, yeah, the, the, the season seven was was all Filoni. He wasn't even there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that is the best season of it. Just just a good point. Yeah. I mean, by far. Yeah. Him checking out the amount he's checking out and Filoni's taking over more is, the show getting better, by the way. That is true. You know, I don't like to say, you know, it's like the heresy to say it, but it, that is very true. And I, I, I've i told you this before, but uh, for the sake of the audience, there is a, a a story of, and I believe Dave Filoni told this in an interview, where George Lucas, like in one occasion, like they were sitting in the writer's room, Filoni and whomever, Lucas walks in and he's like, I'd like an episode about Boba Fett. I want Daniel Logan to do the voice. Yeah. I, that's it and then i imagine go. him walking through with like a coffee <laughs> mug full of whiskey and a bathrobe and they're, they're working hard and they've been like working for like hours and hours and hours like they're they're burning they're burning the candle you know to get the the show done and he just kind of uh, boba fett huh what boba fett yeah i think this guy should play him just kind of shuffles out of the room like, what the fuck was that i, I, I don't know like we got to figure out how to do it. Let's just kind of like drunk grandpa wanders in, you know, <laughs> so crazy and walks out like, I don't know. He's old. It's just like, but then they're left like figuring it out. Right. And you just, you just, you just hear, you just hear this, you just hear this sound all around the room. <laughs> crumbling papers. All right. Never mind. I had script a whole... was perfect. We had the perfect arc for the rest of this season. Oh God. Boba Fett. It's, his, it's his thing. I, I can't, I, what do you want me to say? It's fucking Star Wars, dude. He says if he wants Boba Fett, just give it. But the other writers, can you Boba talk Fett. to your dad? Just ask your dad if, like, we can. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I no, as Filo- I, I think, yeah, I think Filoni has has the reins now, and and good good for him, good for Star Wars. There's obviously going to be all kinds of other stuff that comes out that is not on his watch. The acolyte, <laughs> the Ray movie. David, I want to see Boba Fett. <laughs> it's just gone, dude. <laughs> Robes like all uncomfortably tied. And I don't want together. this guy. I met this guy in the parking lot. He's great. I want him to do the. Want him to do the voice. <laughs> How do we do it? Like, where do we put Boba Fett? <laughs> walking out the door. Use your imagination. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, you know the other thing i will say about I, I this is such a stupid side note charlie but it's one of those things that i and i've mentioned it to you before on the show when we talked about rogue one something that filoni always does that's so true to the just the traditional making of star wars ships when they take off you see them take off you see them fly <laughs> you see them come back into the atmosphere you see them mm-hmm. land right, take yeah. the time 
Yeah. I always, I, the, one of the things that I couldn't, that always drove me crazy in the sequels was get in the ship, bang, next scene. Uh, Here we are on the planet. We just got out of our ship. What, you need to see it? Well, we don't need to, but it's a, it's world building. It gives you the sense yeah, of yeah, being yeah, in there, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. I guess I don't need to. But yeah. he does all of those things. Like all of those little tiny decorations that you put in there. You know, those little polishes, those little little touches that things yeah, go Yeah, you unnoticed. see the way the ship hovers, the way it lands, the way it flies, and it's different from this ship that does it yes. a different way. I, I totally agree. And they sound different. You know, they've got different Especially, lasers. Especially uh, really focuses on Hera's ship because that was like one of the characters. Of- yeah. The ghost. Of the story, like the yeah. ghost is a story, like part of the story. So uh, getting to see how it moves and yeah, it, it, that is totally cool. I do love that. Droy humor, you know, always, yeah. the, always the best Star Wars humor. This is like, you can always, you can always rely on, you get a good droid in there, Kraken wise. That's yeah. always the best. Humor. And we're not even talking about like half of the other things that happen in that episode, but like the big thing is the Anakin thing. It's hard to talk about anything else. Well, it's also, it's also that, it, like you said before, it's like I, 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 it's hard for me to watch and watch and watch this episode because it's, it's like a big deal. It's like uh, Empire. Watching Empire for me is like Empire Strikes <coughs> Back isn't one of those mo- Star Wars movies that I could just put on and be doing shit around the house and just. Bill, have I, it. I have to I, sit down and give it its proper due. No distractions. It's not just comfort viewing. Like you yeah. got to be. I have watched The Phantom Menace more than Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I've probably seen that movie more than Empire Strikes Back too. It's got the that it's just and that like, watchable. Like, it, just to be clear, like Empire Strikes Back is my favorite Star Wars for sure. But right. One is just more watchable. You could be walking in and out of the room. You're fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? You're yeah. like, but like Empire, like if Empire's on, it's like okay, serious viewing. Kids go in the other room or totally. shut up if you're going to totally. be in here with me. I, uh, I, for sure. You know, TNT and, and, and this shows, is one of those those episodes. This is sure. one of those episodes. It's like I'm not going to yeah. just watch it just over and over again, just for you know, the like the last episode was one of those. I just kept watching it. It's just yeah, me too. Entertainment. I watched it three times. Like we said, I watched it three times in a row. Just right. Because like the duels were awesome and like the fights were awesome and it was just it was great action. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this one this one is is a it's a special thing. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's its own special thing. And I and the other thing too. Charlie, I don't remember the last time I walked. Well, I didn't. I didn't walk out of it. I was in my living room, obviously. But that I finished a Star Wars of some sort. And there's more to come. And not only can I not wait, but I have no idea. I mean, obviously, yes, we we know Thrawn and all that stuff. But I mean, I have no idea like what is going to go down. And I'm totally there for it. I, I'm not afraid that he's going to drop the ball. It's no. not like, well, you know, I don't know. Does he know Star Wars enough to fucking stick the landing? Oh, come it's like, on. Of course, of course no. he does. What are you no. talking about? That's what I'm saying. No, I'm saying if it was somebody else. Oh, yeah, yeah, Joby yeah, Harold yeah. or whatever. Sure, Obi-Wan. Sure. I, I would be like, okay, so far so good. Let's see. Yeah. Whereas Dave Filoni, I'm like, ah, take take me away, dude. Put put me in a fucking whale's mouth and let's see what happens. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good ending for this, dude. All right. Well, then let's, uh, put me in a whale's mouth and see what happens put me in a whale's mouth see what happens. <laughs> Q, charlie thank you for being on here again yeah oh again sorry and again. You're, bill you're, fantastic episode 
And if you really think about what Filoni's doing with these characters and the way he's pushing the story taken from Lucas and then into his own thing and has created a new Star Wars, truly fucking fantastic. God bless Dave Filoni. God bless Dave Filoni. Cue the hot chick. You have no power. Not that one. The actual hot chick that's been doing this. God damn it. Pop Talk and Aliens, the William Clear podcast.